This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. The Pest Buzz with Dawn and Jean. to the Pest Buzz with Dawn and Jen. This is our first show together about how to prevent and manage pests in the home and our environment. So my name's Dawn and I work for Elite Pest Control, which is for my dad, and I've been with them for about 20 years and thought it would be fun to do a radio show with you, Jen. Yes. Hi, everybody. Um, I also work for Elite, and I do a plethora of roles there, um, mostly uh, fleet management, looking after our guys on the road, talking to the customers, um, finding out what uh, what their needs and wants are, um, their expectations, and um, dealing with company PR, sales development, a whole big blanket of things for Elite and um, here we are today talking about rodents are we doing? We are talking about rodents and yes you do do way more work than me (laughs) Well what can I say? (laughs) We're talking about rodents today because we're coming into the cooler weather and a lot of rodents are starting to look for somewhere warm to live somewhere that's really close to food sources so we thought it would be a good idea to start our first show with rodents, or particularly mice today. So they can come into your house quite quickly, and they start with a rather large population. I get many phone calls from people saying, oh, um, you know, I've heard scratching in the walls, and it sounds like an elephant in the roof, and um, it's rather... Um, it's really loud and when you've got to that stage um, you've got quite a lot of heavy rodent activity. Um, yes you do and also by this stage they've tried lots of things as well haven't they? Yeah. Before they sort of call us at their wits end. Yeah they are. Quite a, a few people are at their wits end and some have got severe damage to their property. Yeah. Yeah that happens a lot. So why are they coming in in the winter time? Is a big question. So they normally come in, they're looking for food. Yeah. They want you to nest. Um, and so they keep their babies, you know, nice and warm and tumpy toesy, I suppose you want to call it. Yeah, that's right, because mice oh. particularly need the warmth because yeah. they're so tiny. Everything about a mouse is super tiny. So in order for them to survive through the winter, they need to be warm. So if you're going to look for mice... Uh, you'd be looking in behind the dishwasher where it's nice and warm in the hot water cylinder cupboard. Anywhere where there's warmth, you'll find mice and mice droppings uh, and possibly even a smell if they've been able to establish quite quickly. Because mice can actually get in, they only need six millimetres. That's yeah. it mice. for them to be able to come through and get into the house. So if you've got field mice and they're getting cold, yeah, well, you can 
choose yes. wherever you want to come it's into super a house tiny. at six millimetres. That's right. Because if they can get their head through, then they can get their body through. Mm. And then they can move around in the wall voids and in the roof voids. You'll often find underneath the kitchen, they're in that little gap mm. uh, in the kitchen, under the kitchen sink. Yeah. So what are we recommending? What are we recommending for people to monitor and then control the mice once they're inside the house mm. when they're calling up? What are they asking for? So quite often they don't know what they're asking for. Um, uh, customers are either at the point of um, no return or they've actually tried it themselves um, and had sort of no idea on what the behaviour of a rodent is, um, what is to be expected. Um, and so they give their professionals a call and um, ask for our advice. Hmm. So. so the first thing that I would normally advise somebody is to have a wee clean-up and clean up all the food, clean up all the harbourage wherever possible, keep the outside of the house nice and clean and tidy and all the exterior of the house free from clutter as much as possible um, because they need only two to three grams a day to survive. I mean, that's tiny, mm. a tiny little bit of food that a mouse will need, which means if you've got a little bit of fat or anything like that still left in the, in the uh, oven... Mm. Uh, they can live off that for months. And then once they've got food and once they've got warmth, they start breeding. And then you've got a massive infestation that's super hard to get rid of. And yes. a lot of people use traps. A lot of people seem to be a little bit weary of the bait yes. and the poisons around the house, especially people with kids yes. and with animals. Yeah, I get a lot of questions like that. Um, you know, oh, what about... What about um, my dog and my cat and and um, little little people like toddlers and you know um, that are wanting to get into the bait stations and um, so I, I then advise them well if you've got a dog that is super chewy likes to chew a few things um, or any animal as such then the technician gets advised prior he um, you know so puts does his treatment to suit your environment. So he'll come in and do a full assessment of your property, check out um, where he thinks they're coming in from, um, and then sort his treatment to to suit to suit you, hmm. um, to convenience you, to um, and to tr- try and get the best result. It, mm-hmm. And I think too, that's something everybody can actually do. Hmm. Do what we call a pilot check. Just have a wee walk around the property, just coming into the wintertime. See the spots that maybe you could use exclusion. Put little plates over holes, vents that are broken, uh, leaks around the house too that are providing a good water source. You know, if you've got fruit trees in the area or walnut trees, clean it all up, remove all the food, remove all the harbourage, and that significantly reduces the activity in and around the property. Yeah. And do that inside as well. You know, check under the sinks, check for any holes, um, get them blocked up. Because mm. yeah. quite often everybody rings up, it's, um, oh, we've got rodents. You know, the, the, the shock and the horror in their voice and um, thinking that they've got uh, a pest in their house. Mm. Um, <laughs> they feel some sort of uh, shame in it, you know. 
um, which is which is not the fact. And quite a few a majority of houses um, in New Zealand have rodent activity. Yeah, at least seventy percent, I would believe. Yeah, everybody um, gets them. Everybody right. gets them. And once you've got them, da, 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 I believe <laughs> they, you know, probably won't get rid of them every year. It's something that you have to yeah. ensure that you've got. And often we'll have people handle. ringing up and they've left it. They've left it for months and months yeah. and now it's so out of control. Yes. They're actually seeing multiple mice inside the house. Yes. But we really need somebody to ring us a lot earlier than that, yeah. even if it's to just get some advice on what so, to use and what to do. It, it's a process with rodents. You know, um, if they've got a whole heap of activity, their toddler's not sleeping at night because they've got so many sounds and noises and noise. But the thing is, it's not immediate. It can take at least two weeks for the treatment to to grab a hold and yes. have a good effect on the on the household before you start to see any um, results. Yes. And it's normal. And it's normal. And activity can sometimes increase. That's right. After the treatment or any treatment that they do too that they might um, have some success with as well. Yes, the same applies because often they'll put bait down and then expect results in 24 hours mm. and then wonder why it's not working. So I'll often get calls like that. They give me a call to say, I've put down bait and I've put down traps, but it's not working. But they've only just put it all down four or five days beforehand. Yes. So I always recommend, look, leave it a couple of weeks, two to three weeks, before yes. you start really seeing some results. Yeah. And keep up with the baiting and check the traps every day. Uh, and they, they do tend to get a better result once they do that. Yeah, for sure. If you've tried everything and you still can't get results and you have to call somebody, you want somebody you can trust coming into the house and somebody with experience that knows what they're doing. And I think the ongoing monitoring is really, really important, whether you do it yourself or whether you get someone uh, professional to come in and do it for you. You have to always be checking Mm -hmm. and checking the bait stations and monitoring activity, if anything. Mm -hmm. If you've got activity outside, that's okay. It's when they start coming inside and they're urinating and they're defecating everywhere. It's gross because yeah. we touch all of those spaces, all of That's those right. kitchen spaces that they're in. Yeah. Um, they're all over the plates. You know, people often see poo in their knife and fork drawer. Mm. And they transmit, potentially can transmit some pretty gnarly diseases. So it's really important to not only control them, but also clean up after them. That's right. And also, I think there's a stigma, you know, how we were talking about, uh, and what I was talking about earlier, um, about having a pest problem. Do you know what I mean? The, um, and I, you know, me- mentioned loosely about 70% of the population have rodent activity in their home, mm. you know, but also um, the fact is that you're looking after your asset. You know, um, they can be chewing through a range hood duck, they can be chewing through Wi-Fi cabling, you know... um, Water pipes. Yeah, ovens (laughs) and um, all all sorts of things. When, um, you know, I think the stigma is all about about having a pest in the home, but actually you are protecting your asset, whether it be, you know, 
and we're talking about rodents today, but you know, like ants, spiders, everything that um, you know can come into your home is, um, yeah, it's important to be looking at the fact that you're protecting, um, you know, your assets so it doesn't end up costing you a, a whole heap of moolah. Yeah, yeah, because it can. If mm. you need an emergency plumber, it, it costs a fortune. Yes. Yes, it can, yeah, sure. I just wanted to, at this point, say that the rodent is quite an incredible animal, really. It is the second most successful mammal on the planet. Wow. That's how cool they are. Mm. So there's a little bit of respect there, too. Yeah, for sure. For what we're trying to control. You know, they're not silly. And... Um, They've adapted incredibly well. Yeah, they're not very trusting either, are they? Not really, no. Sometimes you can put traps out, actually, and they won't even look at them. Tim's finding that now in one of our contracts. Mm. It's It's just not looking at the traps or the baits or the bait stations. So that can happen as well. Yeah. So if we're regularly monitoring that... We can pick that up and start and start putting in new tools or new methods or trying new things. Yeah, I suppose that's the beauty of dealing with Mother Nature. Things change so much. You know, um, you've always got to be really looking at it, reviewing it, as you said before, when you you know put your own bait down or yeah. done your own rodent control. That you've always got to be keeping a bit of an eye on what you've seen around the place, being a little bit of a detective, you know, um, investigating. Yeah, grab a torch. That's right. Look under the kitchen, look behind the kitchen sink. That's right. You know, because you'd be putting your bait stations where there's droppings, wouldn't you, yes. with mice? I mean, I'm not saying that you have to be the rodent whisperer all of a sudden, <laughs> you know, um, but yeah, It's not that difficult, really, is what we're trying to say. Yeah. You can do it. You can get a result at home. Yes. Um, and we're here to help. If you've got a question, you just need to give us a call, jump on the Facebook page, jump on the website, yeah. and we'll help you. For sure. And we've got access um, to some good, some good supply material too, you know, if they, if they need help in that way. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> so we were going to put the placements under the sink. Well, wherever there's poos, but we found under the sink, mm. if you can get it down past the fridge, often you'll see... Mouse poo around the fridge area, in the hot water cupboard, up in the roof void, making sure you secure it in the roof void, whether it's in a bait station or you nail it in. Most bait has a hole through the middle. Mm. You want to be nailing it in so that they can't take it away and drop it for non-target species. Yeah. The exterior. Oh, you know some um, interesting stuff about urine and droppings. (laughs) I do of, of all things, urinating and droppings, it's not really, uh, you know, my um, cliché subject that I like to talk about. Um, the rodents do uh, quite often urinate and drop, uh, you know, feces as they're running. Um, they drop quite a lot um, over that time. And those, um, the urine actually has a pheromone base to it. Yes. So it's like the, um, you know, it's like a message that they give into all their buddies. Oh, this is a safe place to come hang out. Yes. There's food, there's water, there's, um, you know, we're nesting up here. Um, come on down. So uh, when we say um, that your original treatment that you have with us 
um, the activity can slightly increase. This is the reason why, because you've got one wave that will go and then the next lot will come back in um, very quickly afterwards. Picking up on all those messages. Yeah. Yeah. Lots and lots of research has been done about this sort of stuff. You can Google it. It's really interesting if you're into it. Mm. But they reckon that a mouse will drop 3,000 droplets in a 24-hour period. Wow. So that's a lot of grossness. It is. Yeah, that's a lot of potential illness, but also a lot of messages yeah. to the other rodents in the area. They're quite territorial mice, though. They're quite territorial. So if you've got a nice um, a kitchen area close to a food source, the the stronger ones will protect it mm. Yeah, and kick all the other ones out. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's like your muscles are bigger than mine? Yeah, there's thing. lots going on. Yeah, lots going on inside the house if you've got a mouse problem in there. Wow. Okay. Gosh. That's, um, that's pretty interesting, really. Um, I didn't know that yeah. about mice. Oh, fantastic. See, um, Dawn is um, a fabulous <laughs> resource for our, um, for our company. She is um, extremely talented. She consults on a lot of work for us, and um, we are really privileged to have her as part of our um, structure. The fact that it's part of her family business um, is, you know... That has to make a difference. It, it does It does make a difference. But, we, you know, um, for me, as uh, creating a lot of things like sales development and that is important to have that resource to be able to um, to tap into. And yeah, well, we're the very same lucky applies to way. you too, of course. What you do is uh, pretty amazing. Oh, thank and you. And I love what I do too. Yeah. And I like learning about this sort of stuff. Yeah. And there's, there's a... Um, Rodent guru, of course, that I go to, my go-to, Dr. Bobby Corrigan, which you sh- everyone should Google and watch all of the videos yeah. uh, that Google has to offer because pretty much that's where all the information comes from for me. Mm. Um, he's a pretty amazing guy and he knows a lot about rodents. Yeah. He's been quite interesting for me, actually, um, being involved with... Uh, rodents and spiders and ants and all the rest of it because I haven't come from a pest background. So um, learning all this stuff is quite interesting. Hmm. And people love to talk about it, I've found. People really love talking about it and I love talking about it with them. Yeah. Yeah. To me, it's super simple. Yeah, it's super simple. If you've got a rodent problem, clean the place up. Put some traps down yeah. or some bait down, whatever you prefer. Traps will work. Yeah. Traps will work really well. But you need a lot of them and you need to place them correctly. Yes, for sure. And if you do have little ones, they need to be placed totally out of their reach. Same with dogs. Yeah. Like they are in the baiters and tamper-proof bait stations. You can't get inside it. But mm. it's still good to make sure that nothing can get to them in the first place. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. And Plus, there's lots I, of non-toxic options. I advise people on yeah. the phone also. So, so what's going to happen when they die, Jen? Do we get that question a lot? We do. Mm. We do. Or um, sort of a, a wee bit of in reverse, I've got maggots. Oh, no. Ooh, yes, yeah. true. Or I've got this hideous smell yeah. and it's making me sick. Yeah. So... Um, if somebody comes to me and says, oh, look, I've got maggots, then quite often I will say to them, have you had a rodent treatment? Yeah. 
lately or have you put bait down of some sort? Um, or if they just say they've got a smell, um, quite often I, I do ask them if they've had rodents of some sort. Um, and I said, well, actually it's quite a good sign that you've got maggots. Um, it means that you, whatever you've put in place for your rodents is actually working. Yeah. Um, so the re- rodents died and then the flies get on it. Mm. Then the maggots eat that carcass and then they start looking for some more food. They start dropping through down lights or coming up through the floor or yes. dropping out of the ceiling somehow. Yeah, and this is not an unusual occurrence. You know, we no, we do we do hear, hear this often, but quite often um, when somebody will ring up and talk to me on the phone, they'll say, oh, you know, what are the odds of them dying in the house? Um, I Hi. Said, yeah, I said, well, you, you know, the um, 80% of the time they may not, they'll go away to die, but you'll uh, 20, you know, between 10 and 20% of the time that they will die in the house. Yeah. And um, they need to go and get that body out of there. Yeah. Somehow or other, if you can get up into that roof void, yeah. you need to check it and try and remove it because it's yeah. going to take eight weeks for that odour to leave the house. Yeah, well. And it builds in strength, and at about the third week, it's at its strongest, and it's like nothing you've ever smelled before. Yeah. And then you need a, a seriously good odour bag of yeah, some sort. Yeah, odour bags are good. Google it. You can Google all of that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You can go to Bunnings and Wanatin. <laughs> to get, you know, the the big commercial grade yes. uh, yep. odour bags. Um, I mean, they're not the cheapest, um, but it, if you've got a bad smell in your home, it's definitely worth yep. um, going to invest in one of those. Yeah, check all the bait stations, make sure it's all filled up with fresh bait. Yeah. And uh, keep monitoring it. Yeah, for sure. And maggots, there's not much you, we can do for maggots. No, it's, it's just not. a matter of brushing them up and flushing them down the toilet, and that's that taken care of. Yeah. And uh, burying the body out in the backyard. Yeah, for sure. And it's just monitoring at, at the same time, you know, after you've done all that. Yes. Um, yeah, so if you've got any questions or anything that you want to, you know, discuss with us, we can cover in the next show for you. Um, oh, what a great idea. Yeah. can email that into info at plansfm.org.nz. Yes. Or you can contact Elite on our Facebook page through, oh, um, yeah. through Messenger, which is, um, we're there to help as well. Elite Beast Control Limited. Yeah. If you punch that into Facebook, you'll get our details come up. Yeah. I think that's a great idea. Yeah, it's wonderful. <laughs> it's been lovely talking to everybody. It has, actually. I've really enjoyed it. Yeah. Have we covered everything? I think we've covered all the main points. Yeah, I think we have too. Yeah, yeah. What to what to expect? You know, what's the end result that you're looking for? Yeah, the biggest takeaway is just keep it everything nice and clean and tidy and decluttered as po- much as possible, yeah. and that's eighty percent of rodent control right there. Mm. And then, as a last resort, you're wanting to be using baits and traps. And you want to keep monitoring and checking them on a daily basis. Yeah. Especially during the winter. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Nice one. Well, thanks for listening. Thanks, guys. Yeah, thanks. It was um, really fantastic, our first show. It was. I've had a great time. Well, me, me too. Yeah. See you next time. See you. 
Have you got creepy crawly scurrying through your house? Or is your problem a bit bigger? Well, we can help. Being Canterbury owned and operated for 10 years means we've learned a thing or two about our local invaders. We use non-toxic chemicals to provide a healthy environment for you and your family while evicting those nasties. And satisfaction is guaranteed. So eliminate the problem quickly and safely. For a full range of services, visit our website, elitepestcontrol.co.nz.